It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hi, I'm Jake from Locked On. What do the teams you root for, your music playlists, and your podcast feeds all have in common? Spoiler alert, they're a reflection of you, and that's what the State Farm Personal Price Plan has in common, too. It gives you options to help personalize your coverage so that you can protect what you care about most at an affordable price just for you, so you can see more of yourself in everything you love. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices vary by state, options selected by customer, availability, and eligibility may vary. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. The NFL Draft is about rising, falling, getting evaluated in a way that makes you look like you can fit on an NFL roster. There are some questions about how that gets done from both the media and from players. We're going to get into that today on Locked On NFL Draft. You are Locked On NFL Draft, your daily podcast covering the NFL Draft. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the Locked On NFL Draft Show. I'm your host, former NFL and NFL Divas the Back, Eric Crocker. And of course, I'm joined by my co-host, my guy, Ryan Tracy, and we're here, man. We're going to talk about it, about a lot of stuff that's going on in the draft. What was said by Kirk Herbstreit, Desmond Howard, and how that pertains to players opting out, playing in bowl games, getting hurt, the importance of it, and maybe guys thinking about their future. So let's get into it. Kirk Herbstreit, Desmond Howard, they basically came out and said, kids don't love the game anymore. So they're opting out of bowl games, that bowl games that they would have loved to play in. And they're like, well, if it's not a playoff game, is not important, all right? And you have guys, Kenny Pickett, he opted out. Matt Corral, he played in the game. Ooh. One guy got hurt in the game, and potentially, and hopefully it doesn't, but it could potentially hurt his draft stock. Hopefully it's not as bad. Do you side one way or the other, or what's kind of your viewpoint on this whole thing? I, I it's, it's the separation between my personal point of view of what I want to see and what I think should be said about it because I think there are two different things and we'll get into mackerel coming up a little bit later. You guys, for me, I want to see guys compete at every level. I don't think it's what's going on is that players don't want to compete anymore. That They don't love the game enough. I would rather see that. I have to say this bowl season in particular, it's been a lot of, okay, am I going to watch this game? And what evaluation am I going to get out of it? Cause there's nobody on the field right now that I have to have some evidence for. That's the thing for me. But I think what you get from Herb Street and from announcers is they're trying to sell their product. They're announcing a ball game. They're trying to get viewership. And I understand from their point of view, it knocks down their product. I don't think it's necessarily coming from the prospects, though. I think there's a lot of smart agents out there who look at what happened to Matt Corral and say, listen, we're not going to take a chance on that. Whether you're not in a playoff or you are or whatever it is, you have the opportunity to get into a rare position in the NFL. And we're not going to put that at risk. And I think it's more the influence of the business side coming into decision-making more than the players that don't want to play. But I was happy to see Devin Lloyd out there for the Utah. 
But did he help himself? I'm not so sure. He missed a couple of tackles, and I think actually he's going to get dinged for that performance, to tell you the truth. I think that's what you weigh. Are you dedicated to this game and this roster, this team that you're with, or are you thinking about your future? And I think just for some guys, it becomes more about the business. Right. Now, we've talked about a little bit in, in previous episodes, but you know, the first time that we've really heard about this happening was Christian McCaffrey, was Leonard Fournette in that draft. Those guys happened to be in the same class, and they opted to play out. And I'm like, what is this? And I had the mindset of Kirk Herbstreit and Desmond Howard, like, oh, man, like we fought together to get to this point, and we're in the biggest game of the year. And all of a sudden, like, you're not going to play in it for your own personal reasons. But I do mm-hmm. think now kids uh, – I call them kids. I'm 34 years old now, and I feel like I'm the I'm like the OG. But – they are more aware of their brand. They're more aware of how much they mean, you know, and how their bodies and, and they're aware of what's going on. I, I think they still have the same, you know, kind of allegiance to their schools, to their roster, to their teams, but they understand just a bigger picture of my goal is to go to the NFL, right? Most of these kids, their goal is to go to the NFL. There's not a lot of kids coming up saying, hey, my goal is to be in Oklahoma sooner. Right. You know, boomers sooner. Like, that's not their thing. Their whole thing is I want to get to the league. So when mm-hmm. I think when they feel like they put enough on film on tape to get them to that point to where, OK, I'm ready to start preparing this one last game isn't going to help me. They're out. Now, this the thing that I, how I feel a certain way, say if you Ohio State, right, Ohio State, they had two opt outs. And we'll talk about some of the other players, but Olave and Garrett Wilson, like they did not play. But. Mm-hmm they still get one of these, you know, they still get that championship <laughs> ring, you know? So it's like, man, we got to the a big game, the Rose Bowl, and you decide to opt out, but you still get the same hardware we get. I, I'm not saying I would be a hater, you know, do your thing, but I would probably feel some type of way just a little bit, but overall, we'll wrap it up. Do you think that maybe Desmond Howard and those guys were a little out of line or insensitive for their comments that they made on the youth coming up. And do you think, I, like, I think you know, they will be justified by seeing, you know, Kenny Pickett, he didn't play, but then Matt Corral again, who got hurt and we'll see how that potentially affects his draft stock. I think they were pushing a point of view from their point of view, not necessarily what's best for the players, because I think that is significant risk. And you'll see that with Matt Corral, who we'll talk about here in a little bit. Right. So, but first, before we get into Matt Carell or anybody else, we want to talk to you guys a little bit about Built Bar. All right. Listen, it's the new year, so I know what that means. New year, new me, new year's resolution. And if yours is about getting fit and eating healthier, make sure you include Built Bars into your plan. Built Bar is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar and maybe even better than a candy bar. Built Bar makes it easier for you to stick to your new year's resolution because, I mean, it tastes so good. You'll want to eat it, all right? And unlike other protein bars, which can be chalky and waxy and really taste like a chemical pill, Bilt Bar, it tastes really good. You're going to want to eat healthy, but it gets so boring, especially by like week three, you will be you might start to think, like, man, it's just not worth it. Where is my chocolate? Bilt Bar <laughs> is covered with 100% real chocolate. Most Bilt Bars contain 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. Compare that to a candy bar, which usually has uh, roughly 240 calories, 30 grams of sugar, and dozens of net carbs. And here's an idea for your new year. 
All right. I know we all have we all have our stashes at home, whether it's in your purse, your car, your your desk, you know, wherever your little snack, your pantry. Take all those snacks out that don't help you, that have all these empty calories, replace it with the built bar. And grab that built bar when you feel like snacking on something. And even if you're not a huge fan of working out, it still helps to eat better and have put something in your body that's better for you. So they got a bunch of flavors, coconut, almond, peanut butter, brownie, raspberry, cookies and cream, salted caramel. Those are my favorites. Mint brownie and many, many more. In fact, there's always new ones that they're coming out with all the time. Limited time flavors. So check the built.com and check back often. All right. And you're going to go to built.com. You're going to use promo code. Lock 15 to get 15% off your order. Again, use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at built.com. This is David Harrison of the Locked On Commanders podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Discover. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Eric, I want to ask you, right from your point of view, because I know how I feel. And right now, folks, we understand that it's it's a significant injury to Matt Corral. We don't know that it's going to cost him anything in this draft process or, or any time going forward, OTAs or anything, once he is drafted. You have him on one side of the, of the pill. You have Kenny Pickett on the other. What would you do if you were in their position, a senior top 15 possible selection? What does that decision process go to for you? You know, it, it's tough because I love playing football so much. I just love, you know, running out of that tunnel getting excited. I like putting on my gear, looking sweet out there. I just love playing football so much. In my opinion, it would be hard for me to say I'm not playing. But again, like you said, this this decision, it might come down from the agents. It might even just be out of the players' hands. You know, a lot of these guys are getting representation now. You got the NIL that's making guys really interact with agents and stuff more. So you talked about seeing like just it being so polarizing this year with the amount of guys sitting out. That might be because guys are talking to agents a lot earlier now than they have in previous years. So, yeah, I would tell you, oh, yeah, I'm playing just because I love playing football. But my agent is like, you're not playing. Listen, this is your draft grade. It's probably not going to get any better from you going out and playing in this game. Let's sit out. Let's make sure we don't risk an injury. Like a guy, and I don't know what his class was, but a tight end for Utah. He got chopped down. It looked really bad. It looked really bad. In the Utah versus Ohio State game, I hope he didn't tear his knee up. But he hobbled. He tried to walk. You could tell he threw his helmet. He was upset. Mm-hmm. I mean, what if that was a guy that's draft eligible? So those are right. things. And injuries can happen at any time. But I think when it's a game that is, I don't want to say pointless. The Rose Bowl is a big, prestigious bowl game. But guys are starting to prioritize it just a little different. Yeah. It, for me, I, I agree with you. It, it's just such a process. So that brings us to Matt Corral. He made the decision to play. Now, I felt like he and Pickett were neck and neck for, again, both will be pushed up higher than they would, say, if they came out in last year's draft class or the year before that or whatever. They they will go higher than they would have if they were against better competition. But I did think that they were the two leaders 
in this quarterback class. Now with the injury to Corral, and again, we don't know the extent or what it's going to be in the coming weeks here, folks, but dealing with it as it is, Eric, what do you think it does to where the two of them sit, and are they separating by a lot? Was our mock accurate, or or do you think that there's going to be a little bit more blow over there? Well, in our mock, we had those guys both going top 10, right? I, I believe we had a Corral going eight overall to the Panthers. We had Pickett going number five overall to the Giants, and maybe that's high. We'll find out as the drop process goes, but I think the thing that will hurt Corral is if he can't work out at all throughout this process. You know, that, that's the thing. We don't know the extent of this injury. I mean, something like that, the way it happened to me, it looked like a high ankle sprain. But let's say, you know, in high ankle sprain, he'll be ready to go in four to six weeks. Knock on wood. I just knocked on wood. All right. Yeah. I don't even know if this is real wood. But uh, high ankle sprain, let's <laughs> hope it's something like that. If it's anything worse, how does that affect his ability to really showcase his talent for scouts? Will he be participating in the, in the, uh, in the pro day? Like that's huge, right. right? For guys that just he's already not the most physically opposing player, right? Matt Corral, he's a little bit smaller in stature. He's not this big, big, strong arm guy. You know, he's a quicker, like uh shorter, one of these guys that can throw the ball around. But I think you're gonna need to see him live and in person and see how that ball comes out of his hands, get him on the move. Throws on the move, like all the things that you're going to want to see in person. Because it's one thing to watch these guys live and or watch them mm -hmm. while, you know, watching the all 22. It's a whole nother thing to be eye level, see how he carries himself, see how he's moving, see how big that moment is with those, you know, 50, 60, 70 scouts and everything all around him and see how that is. And real quick, I'll talk about my experience with private NFL workouts. You know, I, my first NFL workout was with the New Orleans Saints. They flew me in during the Super Bowl. 49ers were there with the Baltimore Ravens, stuff like that. So I'm there working out for, for the Saints. And, I mean, there's 50 guys just staring at me and judging my every move. You know, they, there's nobody else to take the pressure off. There's no lineman out there. There's no linebacker. It's how do you move? How do you break? Getting in and out of your breaks. Are you catching the ball? Are you out of shape? Are you tired? What does your physique look like? For Matt Corral, they're going to be looking at all of those things. So I know a lot of people call it like the underwear Olympics and all that. Like, no, like those are, that's probably more pressure than playing in front of, you know, 80,000 people because all eyes are on you, all eyes on every movement. And this is the biggest job interview of your life. And everything you do, they're checking something off. So will Matt Corral, have the opportunity to do that, especially for a guy when they see him in street clothes, he's probably going to look smaller than some of the other guys like a Kenny Pickett who, because he didn't play, he's 100% healthy. And he's bigger, more stout to begin with, right? I think that that's a significant aspect of it. And right now, as we sit, I don't have an official day on the Ole Miss Pro Day, but we're talking roughly, give or take, 10 weeks. If it's a high ankle, you should be fine. If it's MCL, that gets a little bit more iffy. If there's a meniscus issue there, that gets a little more iffy. From my perspective, as a performance coach for the last 20 years, how do you get a guy prepared? Are the things you can overcome is as simple as, as bracing him up, letting him do seven-on-seven seven dropbacks and get the ball out of his hand because at the end of the day, he's put what he needs to put on film. I think this is going to be really unique, and unfortunately for him being a more mobile athlete, that you want to be able to show that ability that makes you unique. 
I think it's a little bit tough for him. We're just going to have to see what the prognosis is. But that pro day looks like it's going to be the big measuring stick for him. Right, man. It's just unfortunate, especially already for kind of a weaker class. And this is maybe something that can catapult these guys up. When we get back, we're going to talk about a couple of receivers that maybe started to kind of inject themselves. It's maybe not like, you know, a first round or anything like that, but some guys that said, hey, I'm here too. I can perform too. All right. And we're going to get into that one after we talk to you guys a little bit about GetUpside. All right. Now, listen. GetUpside is an incredible app that everyone who buys gas needs to know about. All right. My listeners are making up to, you know, 25 cents for every gallon of gas every time they fill up. Just download the free GetUpside app in your app store in Google Play right now. Use promo code TOUCHDOWN and get a bonus 25 cents per gallon on your first fill up. That's up to 50 cents cash back. All right. Don't pay full price at a gas pump ever again. Get your cash back by using GetUpside. Just download the app for free, use promo code TOUCHDOWN, and get 50 cents cash back on your first tank. Some people who drive a lot more than I do, because I am I live in a small city, I don't do a whole lot of driving, but people that drive a lot, they're making, what, two, $300 back in cash by using this. And crazy part, there's no catch. And you can cash out extremely easily, right, by using your, your, your bank account, your PayPal, your e-gift card, whatever it is, Amazon, whatever it is that you use, use that right now. So just download the app. Again, it's for free, y'all. It's free. Get upside. Use the promo code TOUCHDOWN and get 50 cents a gallon cash back on your first full tank. Why not fill all the way up? All right? You guys go do that right now. Hey, guys. It's Joe Marino. Being around sports media and a fan of the Buffalo Bills for a lifetime has taught me that sometimes – It's exploring the sliding doors moments and what-if scenarios in sports that can be the best part of the fan experience. What if the Seahawks let Marshawn run on the one-yard line with the Super Bowl on the line, or could a coin flip have landed Magic in Chicago, Michael in L.A., and made Charles Barkley the first black president? Enter Wondery's newest sports show, Alternate Routes, a weekly leap into the sports multiverse with former Sports Center anchors Trey Wingo and Kevin Frazier. Each week on the podcast, Trey and Kevin will pry open the sliding doors of a different what-if moment from the world of sports. In these alternate sports realities, dynasties will fall, legacies will change forever, and new goats will emerge. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts, and you can listen to Alternate Routes early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. All right, Ryan, let's talk a little bit about a couple of receivers, right? I, I brought up one. You brought up one. So let's start with your guy, Cedric Tillman out of Tennessee. What did you see from him? Man, just the ability to accelerate. Now, he got some off coverage. He got some things that helped him there. But for a, a man of his size, and I think this is a really interesting class, a plus class for the bigger X receivers but I feel like they're going to test really well athletically. I think we see that on the field. And to have that kind of size and still be able to accelerate, I thought that was a, a big prospect for him in particular in Tillman. But I think that class overall is, is saying, hey, you know, we're not the old school, quote-unquote, possession receivers anymore. We can do it all. We have enough athleticism to stretch a defense as well. Maybe it's just you know in-man coverage. Maybe it's not demanding rolled coverage uh, to your side if, you, if they're – 
giving you too high or whatever they're trying to do. But I think it's more than we've seen in years past. And I'm really excited about that aspect of it. Instead of just these, you know, tiny Z type receivers or slot guys. If, you, if you're a kid in high school today, don't play running back, play slot. I'm just telling you. Yeah. And Tillman, I mean, that's a, that's a big body guy. You know, we're talking about 6'3", 215 pounds. He's a guy who stretches the field vertically. You know, you, you talked about the performance that he just recently had against Purdue, and he had some big-time plays keeping them in the game. You know, 150 yards on seven catches, three touchdowns, and that's not even including the couple times late in the game where he got behind defenders and the quarterback just missed the throws, right? So that's going to be something that we continue to look into. Cedric Tillman, in the process of this NFL, does he kind of come on and catch on late as one of these receivers who has big-time ability? Now, I need to find out, is he going to any bowl games? I'll be at the Senior Bowl. Uh, Shout-out to our guys over at Locked On NFL Draft or Locked On Network. They got his credential for the Senior Bowl. So we'll be there. And Cedric Tillman, seeing how he potentially could stretch the field with his big body, his frame, that's going to be a guy that I'm very intrigued to continue to watch and he's not the last of the big guys who had big performances tate martin out of oklahoma state 6'3 190 pound receiver had a big day against Notre dame and really i mean i don't know how much of that game you watched but it was an amazing game uh Notre dame jumped out to a big lead oklahoma state battled back pulled out the game late 37 35 win and martin he contributed big time, 10 receptions, mm-hmm. over 100 yards, three touchdowns, and he showed the ability to win in all phases. He, he He's a longer guy and maybe isn't just like this pure separator, but he's he has terrific body control. You know, he's able to make those contested type catches. Uh, you know, he extends the catch radius. Again, this is another guy who has, you know, productive. He's a senior. If I'm not mistaken, he's going to be at the East-West Shrine game. So I'm definitely going to try to make my way to Vegas to get an eye on this kid, I'm going to be very busy traveling throughout the draft <laughs> process and getting an evaluation of all of these guys. But we're going to get into more prospects, but it was really good to see two of these guys stand out, really jump out, and contribute to keeping their teams in some of these bowl games that other people are saying, hey, don't matter. I'm going to opt out. These guys said, no, I'm playing in these games, and I'm going to help my draft stop. Yeah, and I think it did in both of their cases. Yes, we need to see them at the All-Star Games, but again, what you put on film to end that season, especially for these two guys, multiple touchdown games, exploiting the defense in multiple ways. I thought both of them stood out. And Tay Martin was a guy that I wanted to watch before bowl season. I was pretty high on him before, and he certainly lived up to my expectations. The question will be, the wide receiver classes we've seen the last couple of years have been really stacked. I don't think this one is as strong, but I think it might be deeper. Where do you see these two right now? That's what we're going to have to find out. And, you know, this is a whole – it's a fluid situation with the draft process and seeing how these guys kind of pan out. I can't wait to get into rankings, especially, you know, you guys – y'all know I'm a receiver, defensive back guy. I can't wait to get into (laughs) rankings on these guys and also really get into a lot of the other positions as well, the edge rushers, the linebackers, and start to kind of really put together our big boards. And we're going to get to all that and more right here on Locked On NFL Draft. Man, we are really just getting started. We're starting to heat up. We're talking more prospects. This is the best time of the year for us, and we can't wait to really give all this to y'all. Y'all listen to us, and we want to thank you for making us your first listen of the day. Again, if you guys want to interact a little bit more with us, follow us on Twitter. I'm Eric Crocker, at Eric underscore Crocker on Twitter. That's Ryan NFL, Ryan Tracy NFL on Twitter. Make sure you guys give him a follow. And if you already listen to Locked On, 
NFL Draft Show. Listen to Locked On 49ers with myself, Brian Peacock. Listen to Locked On NFL Chiefs with Ryan Tracy. But until next time, you guys will catch us on the next episode with Rob Ring. We appreciate you listening, and we are out, y'all. Peace. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.